Hello, welcome to another edition of the Hoop Scoop Pod. My name is Nate with my pod pal Phil. What to do, baby? Taking a couple of weeks off. I had a bad, um, had a bad case of the canor- the coronavirus, mm. and uh, just, just get a lime. You know, I did have the flu, and then last week, obviously, the very sad news of Kobe Bryant dying. We took the day off, but we're back. Yeah, give you a little bit of Kobe talk, a little bit of All Star talk. You guys have probably heard it all before, but you know it's good to yeah. just talk about, spread it out, spread the love. Yeah, uh, let's get right back into it, Phil. So mm. let's so we can end on a more joyful note. Let's start with some of the Kobe stuff. Obviously, right. Kobe Bryant, NBA legend, global icon, died a week from today, actually. In a tragic yeah. helicopter crash that took the lives of nine people total, including, including his daughter and yep. two other girls on the team and mm-hmm. parents. So, Sad. You know, we've all heard all of the Kobe stuff this past week. It's been an outpour from fans, players, everybody involved in basketball. Obviously, the Lakers had their tribute game a couple nights ago, which was emotional. One, yes, I said it was. It was one of the more memorable moments I've seen as an NBA fan. I agree. So, <clears throat> Phil, let's just we'll, we'll keep, let's keep it short and simple. What what do you remember most about Kobe Bryant? Just the every day in and out, like the way he would carry himself. He was always like, like when we were watching, because we kind of came into him right at like maybe the 2010s. We really started, you know, like understanding basketball when we were like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Well, you were 12, boomer, mm-hmm. but. Um, like we were kind of tail end of his career, but we really still saw like, still, he was just ridiculously intense and focused. And it was just like a great thing to apply. You can take from and apply to anything. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I'm not, obviously I didn't really get, so Kobe came into league in 96, which was the year I was born. So kind of, it went you know, Kobe's first year was my, I was one years old, Kobe's second year, I was <laughs> two was years your, old. That was your rookie year. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, as you said, I, I didn't really start really watching basketball until I got a little bit older, you know, around 10, 11, 12. So I, I, I'm i not going to pretend like I really watched the Kobe Shaq years. I didn't, I have no recollection of those years at all. But I do remember. Big those, shot, Bob. <laughs> well, I oh, yeah, he was part of those Kobe Shaq years as well. How but, can you forget Big Shot? You know those games against the Celtics that were always um, very highly covered because it was Lakers Celtics, and it was also just Kobe. But yeah, as you said, what stuck out most to me was I always gravitated towards Kobe because I thought he just had such ridiculous will to win, and. That's what I think separated him from a lot of players. And I think yeah. that's why some people, and I don't want to make this into a, a slander of other players, but people like Kobe, not just because he was a great basketball player, but because he had that ridiculous competitive edge that we honestly haven't seen since Michael Jordan. And the guy after Kobe was LeBron James. And... LeBron obviously has now cemented himself as either the the greatest or second greatest player of all time. 1A or 1B. Yeah. But LeBron, it didn't come as easily to LeBron as it did to Kobe or Michael Jordan. He had to learn that that 
killer mom mentality, as we like to say, to compete and to win. I mean, we we saw LeBron struggle at the end of his career with the big moment, with the with with the clutch play. You know, the the complete lack of fear of failure. Because I think that's what it came down to with Kobe. He was willing to live with the results. And we've seen LeBron evolve over his career into really t- taking the torch from Jordan and Kobe to LeBron, where I think now LeBron has adapted that next mm-hmm. mentality. And yeah. you can't dispute it with all of the great performances he's had. But Kobe, it was never a learning curve. He came into the league the, sec- the second he, was, he arrived as a 17, 18-year-old. He was he was ready to take the torch from Jordan. He wanted to be the greatest player of all time. I don't think he's the greatest player of all time, but he's easily a, I think, top ten player. And obviously, it's not just the basketball with him. He was really transitioning into the next part of his life. You know, we were we started really seeing him at NBA games more. He's becoming more of a figure. Right, he's bringing his daughter, and it was mm-hmm. just a great thing to see. Yeah, so. Obviously, it's not just a basketball tragedy, but a human tragedy mm-hmm. with everything that happened on that day. And we will remember Kobe, and he, his impact on the NBA is um, not something that can fade. It's something nope. that has impacted every player. And he truly was the Michael Jordan of a lot of players. Most players in the NBA right now, they didn't, they didn't watch Michael Jordan. Kobe was that guy. And right now, LeBron, I think, is a lot is that guy for kids right now, or for some of those younger players. But it that's really how the progression went. It was Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, and it's just crazy that we lost one of them so early. Yeah, there was so but, much left to do. Give. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, you know, we don't have to harp on all those things, but we've all heard it, and it's going to be an emotional season for the league and for the Lakers. And life will go on, but Kobe Bryant, too early, too early gone for Kobe Bryant. Yeah. On a brighter note, did you hear about PG? Try, he said he might switch his number to 24 <laughs> and on, to honor Kobe and win the Clippers a championship. I mean, he was already 24. I know, but he's 13 now. But he like posted on Twitter or he said in like an interview and it got to Twitter immediately. That he's like, I'm thinking about changing my number to 24 again in honor of Kobe, and then we'll win this Clippers championship this year. And people were like, ooh, that is a polar opposite to what (laughs) Kobe would want anything but that. I mean, I don't don't really like people saying, like, we're going to win this championship for Kobe. Yeah. It's it's just, I I don't know. It's It's a lot of... Kobe's not the like that's not that's not what we should be using this as. Right. It should it should be more of like a like I I I haven't heard a single Laker say that. I think that would be in bad taste, honestly. Yeah. Um, because it's it's not just about winning titles. Like that's that's not what this is about. This is about celebrating the life of somebody who had an impact on basketball and on people. And everybody should try just as hard to win the title as it did before. You know, this shouldn't exactly. Be, yeah, they shouldn't should... turn the switch on somebody. Yeah, I mean, we obviously still have an NBA season to play. It should be a really fun NBA season, really fun NBA playoffs. And it's fine, I guess, to have Kobe Bryant in the back of your mind, but I'm not a big fan of people saying we're going to win this for Kobe or going to do this, you know. Yeah, it's just in bad taste. But it's okay. I'm not I'm not going to, you know, drop the hammer too hard on Paul George. Doc Rivers is similar <laughs> also. Did he? Which is kind of weird, too. 
yeah, he said they're going to win the championship for Kobe. Come on, Just, Doc. <laughs> but Doc, you can't even get PG and Kawhi in the same game. They played last night together. Okay, well, what's that? Was that over? Or under I know it, it is, it, it's such a weird, it's such a weird vibe with the Clippers because obviously we all think they're so loaded, but they just don't play together that much. It's really, yeah. it's really bizarre. And when they do play together, like they play well, but they don't look comfortable and they don't look happy to be like doing what they're doing. Paul George is. I kind of forget Paul George on the team sometimes. Kawhi's played a good amount of games. Kawhi has played a lot, but yeah. Paul George, I mean, you understood Paul George was going to be out for a while because he had that shoulder surgery, maybe two shoulder surgeries in the summer. But, yeah, it was just like you knew he was going to be the guy out and Kawhi was going to be holding down the fort until then. Yeah, it's weird. When I think of the Clippers, I just think of Kawhi and then their, their role players. Yeah. I, I, I can't even, I don't even know what their identity is with Kawhi and Paul George. I just don't think like I've seen enough of it. It's so it's a it's a weird feel with the Clippers, but if um, they got if they got that switchy Mook Morris three in defense, then it would be pretty solid. But you know, I think they're already like, pretty solid. Well, I know, but they would be even better if they had just they could run out just a gargantuan lineup of Kawhi, PG, and Marcus Morris for like their final five minutes of the game. Pat Beverly and throw in either Evica for Montrez Space or Montrez. Yeah. We'll see. I just want the playoffs to start, Phil. Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. All right. Um, let's get into some all-star stuff. How about it? Yes, sir. So the all-star teams, they fully came out. We got the starters first. Then we got our reserves. They are finalized. I've never seen so many players complain about not making the all-star team. Yeah, I've never like I've, I've never just encountered this much like entitlement, like, Jackson Hayes was like, what the fuck? I'm not in the Rising <laughs> Stars game. Meanwhile, Mitchell, yeah, was, Mitchell Robinson, a much more deserving player, didn't say nothing. He's where we'll go. It's the Rising Stars game. Michael Porter, Michael Porter Jr. said some awesome stuff about that. Yeah, they're he like, did. That was funny. They're like, are you, they're like, I'm playing the playoffs. Not really worth the Rising Stars game. Um, very mature of him. But, yeah, a lot of complaining, a lot of – bitterness from people who didn't make it. And I get it. You want to be a part of it, especially if you haven't been before. And it probably is a disappointment if you haven't made it. But, like, guys, this is not what the NBA season is about, all right? Can like, I ask you uh, what you feel about the uh, USA versus world uh, scheme? Do you like that? I don't have a problem with it. I think it's stupid because, yeah. realistically, you're just kind of taking away from, like, people that are much more deserving. Like, there's a lot better USA talent. Like, here, let me look up the Rising Stars. The world team has won the last few years, though. Well, yeah, but the world team is never looking, like, tip-top shape. Um, I suppose. No, I, mean, I, get, what you're, a, I get what you're saying. I just really don't care about this game, so it's hard for me to have saying, that strong an opinion. There's a lot less lower-end talent okay, than yes. there is on the... Yeah, it's like Mo Wagner, Svi Mikhailuk. Yeah, uh, Alexander rough. Walker. Okay, the rest Va- are solid, Va- but still. Is Wagner? Is... Mm. Yeah, Wagner's in it. Like, there's guys in the USA, though. I mean, Mr. Robinson definitely probably should have made it ahead of Eric Pascal. Yeah. and Or, uh, what's his name? P.J. Washington. That's who it is, yeah. I was like, why? I was surprised. Yeah, Jackson Hayes. I, I mean, Jackson Hayes I watched a lot he, of Jackson. He doesn't Hayes. deserve he probably, it. He yeah. doesn't deserve it. That <sighs> was ridiculous. But, but yeah, I think the world team just kind of leaves. 
it's a good idea, but like it leaves more to be desired because like these guys get in. Yeah, not off I, of I merit, probably do prefer just... the freshman sophomore. Yeah. Um, format because it is kind of more of like a rivalry thing. Yeah. But. Eh. Whatever. Oh, well, probably probably not gonna watch the game anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the All Star teams, Phil. All right. Back let's to start, the important. Let's start with the East. Let's start with the East. What would you have changed in the East? Starters or just reserves? Let's just talk. Let's just talk about guys who. Who do you think made it that shouldn't have? I'll start that. Shouldn't have. Um, I would probably. It's it's kind of a toss up because a lot of these guys are playing well, but I just think there were guys that were playing better, mm-hmm. like Tatum, Bam, maybe even. Heaven forbid me for saying this, but Chris Middleton on their Milwaukee Bucks unstoppable pace. You can't like, have you, the Bucks only have one All Star though. That's, just, that's the like, whole. I just don't like the whole <laughs> politics behind it, where it's like, oh, they're the first. They gotta have at least two. Yeah, it's like Bradley Beal is much more deserving. Chris Middleton okay. is just he he signed his new contract. He's like, I'm gonna be an All Star for the next five years because Giannis is just gonna carry us, and I just get to be second fiddle. So what would you have done? I would have probably you, you threw a lot out. of names out there, but who would you? Uh, off the top of my head, I'd probably take Middleton off just because it's – I mean, he's a good player. But <clears throat> if you compare him to Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal is just vastly superior. And it's – I just think it's like a political thing. So it's like – not to get too political here, but yeah. I mean, Middleton's numbers are pretty stellar this year. Should yeah, have, but ab- I mean, look at Beal's. It, above 50%, 44% from three. I mean, I don't know, Phil. All right, well, um, let's see. What do you think? I agree that Beal should be on the team. Who who are you edging out then? All right, all right, Mr. I take shot. I would I would sub Beal in for Bam. That's what I would have done. I think Bam's a a really good player, and prob probably a most improved candidate. But I still just think he's. I don't think he's an All Star level player. I think that his, his game still is kind of limited, where he's really good and his offensive game is improving a lot, but. Is he like an all-star talent yet? I just, I just don't see it. I don't see Bam as like an all-star talent right now. He's playing pretty well. I mean, I, I'd agree Bam was in my list, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. And I don't know, why I don't know if the... I would do this, but I would have considered Dinwiddie for Lowry. Dinwiddie for Lowry. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Dinwiddie was definitely deserving. I also don't like how Simmons just kind of like rode the coattails of his really hot last month ever since Embiid has been out basically because other than that he's averaging like a pretty okay stat line for you him can't dis- you can't discount that last month it was big time he was, no, it was big he was time, winning but, games for them yeah but think about it he he had less on the table to set up for he was just him and Raul Nito <clears throat> Tobias Harris and Al Horford. He's not he's not forced to set up for Joel Embiid. He's just he does what he wants and if he can dump it off to Toby for a th- corner three, it'll just be all right. Fine. Well, it was working though. I, I, I mean think, it was working, yeah. I think but... Simmons should be starting instead of Trey Young, honestly. Oh, I agree with that, but I just I don't want to get into Trey. Trey Young is just I think he deserves you, to be you an all star. You can't have a starter with somebody with the worst record in the East. That, yeah. That, that can't happen. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know he's having a good year, but he's having a really good year. But I think, I just think he's he shouldn't be a starter. Yeah, he should be a starter. Good guy, nice guy. He looked like a UPS driver on draft night, but he shouldn't be a starter. 
Yeah, I would I would go Eastern Conference. I would put Beal in for Bam and Lowry's tough. I'd probably lead towards Dinwiddie over Lowry because I think there's a little bit of recency bias where the, the Dinwiddie hot streak and he was really carrying that Nets team when Kyrie was out for a while. Yeah. But that was not within the last couple of weeks. I think people kind of forgot about it a little bit. But it's all it was political. Ex- a little bit. It was extremely <laughs> valuable for the Nets, though. So I think that was a little unfortunate for Dinwiddie. But oh well. And that's a guy I kind of do feel bad for because it's like Dinwiddie? how many more opportunities? Yeah, because how many more opportunities is Dinwiddie going to have to make the All Star team? Yeah, I realize I this, is, this is probably his best year of his career, and I, I doubt he'll have a year better than this where he's averaging over twenty points per game. Yeah, and that's just. He, I think that's just out of circumstance, though, because next year it'll be him, Kyrie, and KD just. Yeah. Well, he's going to be just I'm less just, of a feature. I feel kind of bad for him because that's something that he could probably, that I'm sure he would love to be a part of. Yeah. And he's kind of played his way into it and he's not going to get the chance to enjoy it. But oh well, it is what it very, is. Doc very good field, though. Very good field from the East, surprisingly. Didn't expect this coming in. Yeah, I think guys are playing better than we thought they would. I don't think anybody saw this kind of. Um, final form evolution for Pascal Siakam. I don't think anybody... I think Sabonis has been really good. I saw some people saying Sabonis should have made it. No way, man. Sabonis has been a stud this year. Yeah, Sabonis has been great. Yeah, he's been bona fide stud this year. He's been the anchor. Stud muffin. He's been the anchor for that team, both offensively, defensively. Every time I watch the Pacers, I'm impressed with Sabonis. Yeah, he's like like the second coming of Kevin Love, just more modern. If you can even call it more modern. Interior, you yeah, can't, it's you crazy. can't move him. He doesn't. He doesn't look like that, but you can't move him. Like if you try to post him up, he is. He is not moving, and he just puts his shoulder into you on the offensive end. He's got that nice little mid range too. He's a really good mm-hmm. player. Oh, what could have been if the Thunder just grew it up for one more year? I know, right? Both of those players turned into all stars. They blew up. Literally, the Oladipo blew up the year after. Sabonis was like, okay, wow, he's he's pretty good too. But yeah, yeah, that was a fire trade for the Pacers. Fire trade. Yeah. Let's look at the West. Yes, though. of course. Let's look at the West. Who do you think? So, Who you got? The West, I think that their starting lineup was pretty on point. I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Kawhi LeBron, AD, Luka Harden. For the reserves, I like most of it. I would have only changed one thing. I would have taken out Russell Westbrook and put in Devin Booker. Really? Yeah. Devin Booker, man. I mean, I know his team isn't winning that much, but they could be worse. Mm-hmm. And his numbers are crazy. His numbers are really and, good. Don't get me wrong. I'm and, not arguing. And every and every time I watch him, it's not it doesn't seem like stat stuffing to me, honestly. I know he has stat stuffs in the past, but it doesn't seem like stat stuffing to me. I've actually just for some reason just the way the cards have been dealt, I've watched the Suns live twice this year. Um, once against the Lakers, once against the Celtics. Against the Celtics, man, he was ridiculous. They beat Boston. He scored, I think, 37. And it's just tough shot after tough shot. Pull up mid-range. Yeah, he loves that mid-range. He's he's taking guys off the dribble. He can draw fouls. It's, I I don't know. He's he's, he's an all-star. Come on. 27. No, I agree. Six and a a half assists. Over 50% from the field. 92 free throw shooter. Come on. I know, I agree. I just think, I mean... Honestly, it's I could have grab bag uh, Mitchell or Westbrook because I think 
Both of them have been playing well. All three of them play very well. But I think <clears throat> it could have been Booker and Westbrook. It could have been Booker and Mitchell. And it could have been – I just think Booker should have been squeezed in there. And I one of those two guys should have gone or not been in. Yeah, Westbrook's been coming on really strong recently. He has. I think really... Mitchell, like – I don't know. I just – I think Booker was the smarter pick to make because, I mean, Mitchell's leading – the Jazz to what? They're what are they? Fourth seed still, or are they third seed now? I think they're third. They they've been on a they've been playing pretty well recently. They had yeah. a, they lost last night to Portland. I know, but right now Utah they're, they're sitting in the five right now. I mean the four. Sorry, four. They're okay, I was four. gonna say. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so it's not like like you don't need to have two all stars from the Jazz, and I I get Gobert because it's like he hasn't he's never been there. He's been deserving so many times, but I don't know. It's either one of the Jazz guys or Mitchell or Westbrook for me. Yeah, I feel that. Donovan's been a little inconsistent this yeah. year. Everybody else deserves it. They've been leading the squad. Like Chris Paul, Brandon Ingram, they've just been showing up. Sleepy Dog deserves it? Sleepy, of, course, sleepy, of course Sleepy Dog Thank deserves you. it. I have my doubts, but I Thank do. You. I just don't like Sleepy Dog because I can't play with him in 2K. That's how I base all my prejudice. I just can't. Like, that's okay. just how it goes. Yeah. Would you have – I saw some people saying this, and I get where they're coming from. I don't know if I would have done the same thing, but in terms of the starters for the West, consider mm-hmm. going Jokic instead of Kawhi because Kawhi has missed some games. And I think Denver actually is ahead of the Clippers right now. That well, can they – are they allowed to not start – Starters? I feel like they can't. Can't? No, they? no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying. Would you have? I'm, no, oh, it's, oh, it's okay. too far gone now. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Now I see what you're saying. Like in the voting process. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I like they're interchangeable. It makes sense lineup wise more, but I think Kawhi like kind of earned like he's Kawhi. Like you know, he deserves yeah. this. It's kind of like eh, like yeah. If yeah. you're gonna throw Jokic in there, you could you could fight for like. Uh, you could probably fight for like Chris Paul then, like you know, like if Jokic can get in, then why why shouldn't Chris well, instead and, just do Luke Chris and Paul? Harden were were locks in the starters. No, I know. I'm just saying, like you saying like, like lineup for, wise. For... I think yeah. no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying like it doesn't matter. Yeah, like I think Kawhi's fine where he is, and like he you knew he was going to be an all star starter. He's he has a crazy fan base behind him, and he's been. It's not like he hasn't been playing like an all star starter. So mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Why do you have some? You have some gripe? Uh, no, but I get what people are saying. I, I would kind of like to reward the players that play all the time, and Jokic plays pretty much every game, which I like to reward. But yeah, yeah. but he he he's just doing that because he needs to get in shape. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I have this is very off topic, but I have a little tidbit. I think I texted you this yesterday, but I read a fact on Twitter and it absolutely appalled me. What's that? Did you know that Julius Randle is shooting 14% from three and has taken four threes a game for the last month? Are you saying he shot 14% from three the last month? He shot 14% from three for the last month, and he, for every game he shot it, it's, he's averaging four shots from three a game. Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, he's having a terrible season. Yeah, I remember. Uh, this is probably why I thought of it because I was. I remember early on, I was like, "Okay, Julius Randall, East is looking weak. He could squeeze in on if they're like in the in the fight for an eighth seed. He could squeeze in on the All Star team, and 
I can not happily, but I can say, yeah, that was that was a bad one. Yeah, it's not a ridiculous thing to think. He, it is now. Well, now it is. Yeah, <laughs> he's having a really. You look at the numbers and you think he might be doing okay. Eighteen point nine points, nine and a half boards, three assists. But you watch the Knicks games, he's not the winning basketball whatsoever. If you look at any advanced metric, okay, it's not good. Yeah, it's true. Huh. He's, his shooting has just is has digressed. I know. Do, it was wanna, never... do we want to get into the Knicks or do we want to do any more All Star before we? I don't want to talk about the Knicks anymore. Although they did what? win last night. What? Big, yeah, I big guess win they last did night. win. They they beat up on them. Them not as Sabonis. It's a really bad loss for the Pacers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you lose that game. I don't know. Demontis, Demontis, Demontis. Damn. Um, he was he was playing well last night though. He, he was giving Randall. Well. He was did giving Randall buckets. I did not watch Lillard this, last night. This Lillard, this Lillard tear is unbelievable. Oh, oh, I know the tear. I didn't watch the game specifically. I heard he dropped like fifty-one and twelve last night. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped. Uh, he had fifty-one. Yeah, twelve assists. His last. I'm gonna read it out. Wow. Last six games, 51, 48, 36, 50, 47, 61. Jeez. See, now, that That's I can dick. respect. Like, you know, like on Twitter when they have the thing where it's like, this is uh, Russell Westbrook over the last five games, and it's like the cra- like the emojis where it's like, oh, my God, he's going off. And I'm like, okay, like a four or five game sample is not enough to, like, freak out over. Yeah. Like. In today's day and age, like they're they're gonna have like everyone's gonna have hot streaks like this, like, especially your star player, like. But this is unpredictable. No, no, yeah. Ridiculous. What <clears throat> what Lillard's doing now? I'm just saying, like people blow up the clout for like four or five games, but like Lillard's doing it consistently for how many was that? Like ten, eleven. Well, that stretch was six, but then you you can go even go yeah because ten. Then, I flat. saw one where it was like Lillard's last like eleven or twelve games, and it was like still like thirty six, thirty six and like ten. 36 and 8 or something, or 40 and 8, or crazy stuff. Yeah. He, well, he knows these are very important games for Portland. Yeah, they're still they're fighting. on the outside looking Come in. On. He, he wants to make the playoffs. They, they need to, to make the playoffs. playoffs every year. Yeah, they pretty much just do Cause, need to make the playoffs. Because something can, shit can hit the fan. You never know when, when it gets to playoff time, and they can eke back it to the Western Conference Finals if they're lucky. Well, yeah, it's hard though because those those top seven have kind of separated themselves. Yeah, no, I'm just saying if, they're in, poor, if yeah. they're in, they can they can displace maybe maybe the Nuggets still. I don't know. That's kind of a I need, yeah, it's not impossible. Well, yeah, they, they got, could take well, off the Thunder though. Yeah, they'd have to get in position to play them though. That's the only thing. Yeah, we'll see. There's a lot can a lot can shake up in yeah. the West. There's a lot of clumped up teams right now. All right, Phil. Any parting words for our friends? Um, stay safe. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, next year, let's try to get Frank in here. He deserves it. And can he play in the Rising Stars game again? No, he, he's what is he? He's this is his third could year. We just, he can't. Could, could, we, could we just make a petition? We could. Yeah, he he needs the, he needs the extra. He reps. does need the extra reps. He doesn't get minutes. Oh, can I ask you one thing about? What do you think about DSJ? Would you keep him if you could? Like, if he would, if you could go in today tomorrow and be like, "Hey, man, let's ride this out," and he'd be like, "Okay, cool, I'll do it." Would you Would you want to do that, or would you just sell him now? I'd rather keep him than trade him for peanuts. Fair enough. That's what I'm thinking. 
It just depends what's on the table. I don't get Miller. I have. <laughs> you live long enough to see yourself become the villain is the only thing I'll acknowledge on that front. Yeah. It'll be an interesting offseason. The Knicks really have to – they have to come with a plan of who they want to develop. I think that's what has to be yeah. the focus. Like, who this season do we want to focus on? And they're going to go after Sleepy Dog. They won't get him. Sleepy Dog's getting – Sleepy Dog's going to max contract from the Bucks. I know. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to get him. I'm saying they're going to go after him. Okay. Yeah, they could go after all they want. There's nobody available this summer, so. Fair point. You're telling me Andre like Drummond? Andre Drummond. You're, you're putting Evan, I don't hold think. the phone. You're putting Evan Fournier over Andre Drummond. Emergency, it's emergency close. pod time. It's close. It's not close. Yeah, it is. Well, what has Evan Fournier done for me recently? He won a playoff game last year. <laughs> <laughs> 18, 18.6 points. Okay. What's Andre Drummond averaging? Andre Drummond just loses. He loses. That's all he does is lose. Okay. Well, maybe if they put him in an advantageous situation, like I don't, I don't want Andre. I don't Drummond. want him either. But I'm saying he's I'd better than have, Evan. Fournier. I'd rather have that. Evan Fournier's. What is he? Twenty nine or thirty by now? Evan Fournier's twenty seven. Oh, okay, I'm wrong. He's just old, though. He's older than Drummond. Yeah, a little, a little bit, bit, a year a or two. A little bit counts. Keep an eye on Evan Fournier. Keep an eye on Andre Drummond. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will ride this horse to the end of my day. All right. I bet, you, I bet you there's two players better than Evan Fournier. I'll figure it out, and I'll bring it back to you. Speaking of, Come back I forgot, me. you still have to do a cinnamon challenge or ice bucket challenge, one I, or the other. I do. Yeah, let's not forget that. When are you, when are you coming home next? Uh, I'll be home this... Thursday night and Friday, but I have to go right back because I'm just going into New York for like an interview with the wow. Knicks. With the Knicks? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That'll do. We'll do. There's, there's a little dip into the life. <laughs> exactly. Just the, the unwitty banter that goes on when, when the curtains shut. They, they get a full access pass today. You know the Raptors have won 10 in a row? I did not know that, but I knew they were winning a lot. And I was. Just, I actually like the way they play because they really just—it's full Spursian team ball. They've really just—I yeah. didn't expect this in the slightest. I was like, okay, they're just gonna like—they're gonna win some games. Kyle Lowry's probably gonna try to be an all-star. He is. Pascal Siakam's gonna go off because that's the next logical step. But they're playing like a really smart team, and I just think it's great. I think Marcus All is like a real pivotal point in that because he's just giving up. He's doing what Al Horford did in Boston. He's just. Uh, delegating, and if the ball comes to him, he'll take a shot, but he's just letting everybody else do their thing. I think it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. They can ride that out for another, like two years before someone's knees go. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting squad. Yes, very. They're darlings. And OG annual B. Can't forget the boy. Shots out. <laughs> of course not. All right. Anything? I think that's good for us, Phil. Flop it and drop it. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Hoop Scoop Pod. My name is Nate with my pod pal, Phil. Oh, thank you. And as always, if you like our content, follow us on Twitter at Hoop Scoop Pod. Hit that like and subscribe. Smash that like button. And you can listen to our podcast on all platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Anchor app. 
And as always, thank you for listening to another Scoop of the Hoop.